Okay, so today we're going to touch on the topic. It's a powerful topic. It's, 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 um, Brandon asked me to speak about uh, leadership. It's, 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 it's powerful. It is, it is fun. Uh, uh, at the same time, it's also a duty. And at the same time, it's, it's being human. So with leadership, the, there must be order. There must be things placed like order. There must be things placed in your life where you want to achieve, want to see people uh, uh, achieve in their lives. Your, your heart must be for the people. Oh, yeah. Leadership is not, you don't just get born and know how to do everything and to manage everything. Although you are born to be a leader, because in the word it says you are a leader. There's many verses to quote. But at the same time, not to be cocky about things as well. Right? Because the world's perception of a leader is, for example, Jason, can you just stand up for me, Kuku? And Justin, can you just come to the center? You're on the one side. Justin on the one side. I just want to show you something. Uh, I want you to face them so they can see. So this is the world's perception of a leader. Okay? So if I say, Jason, go get me this. Jason, just go and get me that. If I say, Justin, go fetch me this and make quick, man, make it snappy. That's the world's perception of leader. The world's perception of a leader is when I walk, when, when, when there's people, no, but I'm the leader of, of them. Now I can sit down again. That was just an illustration to show you. Just, just a, a slight indication of what the world's perception of a leader is. The world's perception of a leader is I own you. I own you. Especially if you see, if you're in a workplace, to some of you that is working, let me speak on that standard, and to those that's going to work, uh, uh, when you enter in a workplace, if, if that person is not by the Lord, in his mind is, uh, uh, okay, he is your manager by authority, and, and that's a leader, and, and you are under him. He's supposed to guide you, but in his mind is, I pay you. I own you. If I say jump, you jump. If I say kneel, you kneel. That's the world's perception of a leader. Now, I'm going to give you uh, uh, the biblical side of a leader. So the biblical side of a leader is to be pure. It's, it's to be loyal. It's to love God's people. It's supposed to, 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 to be where you forget about self. Forget about self means if I'm a leader, if I'm appointed as a leader, my heart should be for the people, not about a title. For example, the Bible says, you're always here, and this is a question that I have. And, you know, I speak to the Lord about it in prayer. In the Bible, it says, John the Baptist, Paul the Apostle. I'm going to explain to you why. In today's life, not that there's any offense to it, uh, 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 but it's just a, a matter, or if the people understand it correctly, you will hear prophet or apostle this and this. Why the Bible has made it, John the Baptist, because you must first recognize the person before the title. Are you here? Because sometimes, when, 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 when it's, for example, a prophet so-and-so, you recognize the office, you do not know if the person, the person, the character of the person, if he can hold the office, if he can hold the authority as a leader. Sometimes people hide behind a title. Sometimes, let me say that again. Sometimes people hide behind the title. No, I'm a leader. You find out he's not actually a leader. He's a manager. You find out he's not actually a manager. He has the title, 
but his mind, his understanding, his wisdom, his heart, none of that is there. It is out of pure greed, out of self. Me, I came here. I done this. No, but the Lord bless you. No, it's me. That is the world's position. The world has twisted the, 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 the title or jargon of a leader. So, as a leader, the first couple of minutes now why I gave you this information is just to open up your mind a bit. A leader, like I said, is to, you were born as a leader. You must understand it. God had a plan for you. Right? Because the Bible says in Jeremiah, I've, I've known you before you were knitted in your mother's womb. For I have ordained you a prophet unto the nation. You are a holy priesthood. Can I tell you something about uh, uh, I've ordained you? Ordination is... Jason, can you just stand up quickly? Can you just bring your chair for me? I don't want you to kneel. Or can you use this chair? Fine. Use this chair. So I'm going to explain something. Just sit down for me. I'm explaining something for you. To ordain someone, it is a ceremony, right? When you ordain someone, it is a ceremony. It is not something that is made up or just for jargon. When a minister gets ordained, it happens in front of you. There's witnesses. Are you here? So if I ordain Jason a prophet or a leader, I'm, I'm ordaining him, I'm blessing him, I'm giving him my consent to be a leader. I approve him as a leader. Are you here? Because some people read the scripture, I have ordained you, but they do not understand. Ordination is a ceremony. It is still done today. If you want to pass out to be a minister, you need to study. Once you're done with your studies and when you pass your exams, you are now approved according to the senior pastor. For example, Dr. Swartz and, and, and Pastor Winston. And there was other members as well. That was an ordination. He had the gear on. <laughs> when you do, when you go to university, or when you, I was at college, I studied. So it's called being kept. That is the ceremony's name. You are being kept. You have a cloak on. And there's certain colors that depicts who is being kept for what faculty, what subject. Are you here? So when God has ordained you, He has made you a leader before you were knitted in your mother's wombs. Thank you, Jason. So, that is, that is being born a leader. God has approved of you. Don't listen. Now, sometimes we make this mistake and I've done this mistake. My two quarter is a quarter. Quarter. I made this mistake my, uh, myself, my, uh, myself, excuse me, in the world. I, I would know men. Hey, I, I feel no men. I know how to lead men. And I, I never knew the word lead, right? Although it was there, it never meant anything to me. But I knew if I must wake up in the morning, I stand up, I brush my teeth, I put on my clothes, I must be at school before 7 o'clock, I go to school, I go to work, I must be there. Just there, you have fulfilled duties of a leader. Because who are you leading? Yourself. Like Dr. Swartz said, you are leading yourself. So the world comes to you and says, No, you didn't score that, that either. Nah, you, you're not a small student. No, that's not what the Bible says. That's not what the Bible I can show you the Bible says. You don't, you don't actually, we don't actually know who we are. We discover ourselves. Now, leadership, you can be appointed, you can be approved according to I, right? So, Brandon is our overseer here, and he is a leader, but he's our overseer here. He's our leader. So, there are certain trials and there are certain tests according to how we come to Brandon and speak to him one-on-one. -on -one. There is tests, there is examinations, tests and examinations of life. 
As Brandon, as a leader, you will see if you are pausing the stage. If you are not, you tell it to this, to that, to this. And the Bible says, if you have an issue, go to the elders. That means go to your leader of the church, right? If you do, if you make that mistakes or whatever, he's there to guide you as a leader. Now, at the same point, if you have passed this in exams of life, Brandon will say, no, I think it is time that you become a trainee leader, according. The line of authority that's in the house of the church. Are you here? So, it is a, what I'm saying, it is a process. Don't expect yourself to be perfect, but you are a leader. You must know that. You must believe it. Because the minute you believe it, there's a confidence that comes inside of you. When you wash and when you shower, before you go to work, when you're going out, mommy must buy you tackies or daddy must buy tackies, whoever buys it for you. But you must look smart. Why? Because you want to present yourself when you're going out. So that people can notice you. Because when, when you feel good, when you look good, you feel good and there's a confidence. You do good. And you smell good. <laughs> so, you must, it starts with you. Let me tell you this. Uh, 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 I don't want to go too deep into matters. But when Satan, Adam and Eve, Adam was a leader. When Satan came against Adam, Satan did not have the power to come up against Adam. You must understand that. Even you guys that are sitting here, he doesn't have the power to take what you have because you're God's child. What has been birthed in, what God has birthed is you. So inside of you is greatness. There's something that you do not even know. So the minute you start believing, you tell yourself, no man, I'm a leader man. I'm a student man. No, even if the marks don't say it, uh, no, I'm a student. I'm a leader. You'll see your confidence will build up. You 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 will put faith in this confidence. You will start to believe, and this will become a norm to you. And when this become a norm to you, you will check your report. A uh, plus, and all you will say is thank you, Lord. What you you have just made your faith work now, in what already is there, but it's just you working the process. So that is the phases and the processes. Of you becoming a leader is you have to deal with yourself and speak to yourself. Mm-hmm. And our topic with Adam and Eve, Satan could not destroy Adam or Eve. He couldn't actually come up against Adam. Adam was the leader. He needed to go to Eve. Are you here? Signs of manipulation. Are you here? Don't want to go too deep into that. But Satan could not destroy Adam because he did not have the power to. Satan uses yourself. To destroy yourself because you have the power inside of you yes. to destroy you. Yes. Yes. He cannot destroy you. Yes. He doesn't have the right to. Yeah. So the minute you start believing, don't care what your auntie say, your mom. No, <laughs> I'm going to pray. No, you're crazy. I, I, I heard people tell me, huh, you are over religious. Thank you. It is fine. <laughs> but when I get my salary, it is over what I expected. Are you here? Are you here? Over religious? No, no, no. That is people that, 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 that they, they do not want to accept the process. Yes. It is easy to backslide, right? It is easy to give up. No, fantastic. It is very easy. It takes a very strong person to make a mistake, to fall, and, and to say, No, man, I'm going to get up. Lord, forgive me. Yes. Lord, forgive me. I, I couldn't. David, do you know how many mistakes David done? He was a man of the God's own heart. Do you know why? Because whenever he made a mistake, when he fall, 
You would get up and say, Lord, forgive me. Uh, uh, I've, just, uh, I've sinned there. I've swore there. I've lied there. But please forgive me. Yes. You'll come before the Ark of the Covenant and say, Lord, forgive me. Thank you. Your mercy endures forever. Are you here? You, you, your love is everlasting. David, you think you made mistakes. My brother, you must take the life of David. And that's why it's so easy when you get saved, they tell you, check the Gospels and, and sit to Psalms. Sit to Psalms. Because Psalms relate to your life. Yeah. Everything David done, you cannot even do the half of it. Almost only five boss. I'm good for that. <laughs> so the next okay. So the next part of it is 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 very important. I gave you all the good news now. This part is gonna be short and sweet. And why I'm making this a word like this? Because I want you to think. A leader, this is just one example. Be careful for leadership as well. You see, the Bible says you, you do not speak things that each ears want to hear. We're not here to sugarcoat you things. We give you truth. It is your, it's your choice to accept it and to pray about it. Leadership, be careful for leadership as well. Be careful for leadership. And why I'm going to say this? Because leadership, feed my sheep, tend my sheep, love my sheep. Feed my sheep. Do you have a leader that speaks into your life? Yes. Is he speaking in your life the word of God? Because that is feeding my sheep. Is it the correct version of the word of God? The correct interpretation of the word of God. Feed my sheep. Tend my sheep. Jesus always made this analogies of a shepherd. He's the shepherd, right? The sheep, when the sheep would go straight, they would be like a, a staff, I don't know what you call it, it's a staff and it has a hook like this. When you move out, you just do this, you pull it back. Are you here? A leader, a, a good leader, I said he does not recognize self. In a time of your need, yes, he's a leader by authority and his boundaries, but in a time of need, he will stick to you as a brother. Oh yeah, yes. with difficulty. No, 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 you're the leader. No, relax. I'm talking to you as a brother. A leader, tend my sheep. You must know when they go astray, you pull them back. You must know a leader picks it up. Yeah. And I can tell you, there's good leadership in JCI. I've been at other places and we do not speak bad. God bless him and God help him. A leader, listen, listen to me. They're sheep. If I must walk in, now Jesus, the sheep is people. When I walk in, I'm a good leader. All of you can be smiling, but I must know Byron has a problem. Your smile must not fool a leader. I must know there's something that's, that's bothering you. Because how is that? Because of my relation. That's why Brandon spoke about numbers. So together, they ask Jesus this question. They ask him, uh, uh, where's your family? Jesus say, this people here is my family. The people in the Lord, your brothers, your sisters, are supposed to be closer than you. your actual family. Do you know that? They must know I must be sitting by my house. They must know, hey, because you're so much in prayer, man. God has a way of speaking, man. You must sit in your house and, and you must just feel no, man. This is not something, something that's right, man. Let me phone Jason. That's where it comes in that relationship. But if there's no relationship as a leader, your people will be drowning. They will come to church Sunday. They will come to meetings. They will smile. You will not know what is their personal situations. They will be drowning in their situations. They will be drowning in tears. 
a true leader knows how to tend the sheep. A smile does not fool a leader. I can see through you. That's the same. Love my sheep. If Ramon stays away for seven years from the church, would you still love him? Like Ramon, are you? You are must you come to church? Would you still love him at the same degree that he left you? Because let me tell you something. Jesus did not have to die for us. Jesus did not have to die for us. They spat on him. They spat on him. They hit him. They says, fine, Father, your will be done. And it says, John 3, 16, For he so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son. Would you still love the sheep like that? And I end off on that, just to hit home, you know, uh, and to think about some stuff. Yeah. 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 Yeah.